This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So welcome everyone to another Wednesday night Chi'ur. So it's um, um, it's uh, very, very interesting because uh, if you look, there's something called Ayin Tova. You know, you ever hear of that? What's a good eye? Ayin Tova. You have to have, every person in life, he has to have a good eye. Now what's a good eye? You have Ayin and you have Ayin Tova. Ayin we know what is Ayin is. When a person, at the end of the day, you, you're causing, you, you're causing jealousy. Oh, you see, you know the person doesn't, can't, can't, can't afford, you know the guy. And, oh, by the way, you don't have this, I have this, and you, you're rubbing it in, you're pushing it in, and you, and you know the guy can, you know the guy, you know the guy. That you can't do. You can't make other people feel bad, right? But what's Ayin Tova? What is I today we're discussing? I'm not gonna go into Ayin Tova, we're gonna go right now into Ayin Tova. What does it mean to have Ayin Tova? And listen carefully. And that is, when a person, when a person feels happy for other people's success. This is Ayin Tova. And you know where the test comes in? I'll tell you. Where it's the same, I'll give you an example, same industry. Imagine you are in the industry of, let's say, uh, 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 selling uh, sweatshirts. And you have a very big company, and it's 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 rolling, and it's amazing, everything like that. It's amazing. Now, at the same time, you have another guy in the industry. You know, he's a Jewish guy, very very nice guy. He comes to the same shul as you, everything like that, and he's also in the industry. And now he is is maybe doing sales ten times more than you. Now, how do you feel when he walks in? How do you feel? Ah, uh, my competitor, oh my goodness, what's gonna be? So, to, to have an Ayn Tova on everybody else, yeah, let everybody be successful, that's great. But what if he's in the same industry as you? Do you say, oh yeah, great, Ayn Tova, let, let him do? Let, anything, a bakery, let's say you're a baker, right? You have your own bakery and need that. And then all of a sudden somebody says, oh, how'd you do today? Oh, Shabbat, you know how many chalot I sold? I sold uh, 200 chalot. He says, oh yeah, you sold 200 chalot? My, you know my friend, uh, the other bakery? Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, I know him very well. He sold 300. Uh, yeah, why, why are you getting hurt? Why are you getting hurt? This is called Ayin Tova. Now listen how important it is to have that. Listen how important it is to have that. If you look, in this week's parasha, it speaks specifically about Aaron wearing the Hoshen Mishpat. What was that? You had the Hoshim was on his, uh, it was the breastplate. You had 12 stones in it. You had the carving, like the, 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 the letters. All the letters, you have all the letters of the Shevatim carved in different, different lettering, uh, rearranged. And the way it would work is, there was something called the Urim Vetumim. What is the Urim Vetumim? Urim comes from the letter, Lashon Or. Or. Tumim came from Lashon Tam, like perfect. When it was the Shem Hashem, it was a very special name of Shem Hashem that was within, like a little window inside. And when you would ask a question, what happened was, it would come and answer through lettering. For example, I'll give you a perfect example. Take uh, Eli. 
he sees Chana coming to pray. She's praying and praying and praying and praying, but this time, you know how sometimes you pray, you pray wild and you're going and you're this and you're that and you're shaking and this. And all of a sudden she says, and he says, oh my goodness. He comes, let me, let me see what's going on over here. He goes to Urim Tumim. It comes out. Shin, Kaf, Resh, Hey. Now, when it comes to Urim Tumim, you have to spell it out what, what it is. So it came out. Shin, Kaf, Resh, Hey. So what is that? Oh my goodness, what's going on? So you know what that spells? Shikora. She's drunk. No wonder why she's going like this, like that, like this, like that. So what does she do? Aye. Says, no, and he says, uh, what's going on? She called, ah. So Hana answers back, no, 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 no. Rearrange it. Rearrange it. What is it? Keshera. Keshera. You get it? Same lettering, but Keshera, she's kosher. Keshera. Wow, she's very kosher. Look how she's davening. Look how she's praying. Look how she's doing. Look how she's doing. Wow! And this is what? This, who had this chut to wear the actual Choshe Mishpat? That was Aaron. Aaron. Now what zechut did he have? You know, things in life, it doesn't just happen like that. You have to have a schut. You, you, you think about, like, you have to, what schut did he do for this? Because it says, Megal Gelin zechut al yadeh zakai. Hashem could have picked anybody to save the Jewish people in times of Haman. But he picked Esther Maka. She had a special zechut to, to save Amisail. Cause megalgelin zechut, ayyadeh zakai. You have to have a zechut in order what? You have to have a something zechut in order to be, uh, uh, notorious for something, something great. Now, what zechut did Aharon do to be able to have the honor of wearing the Hoshim Ishpat on his breastplate? What was the zechut? And it is, it says over here, very simple, and that is, Berashi says over there, Katab, Veracha Vesamach Belibo. The Pasuk says, Veracha Vesamach Belibo. It was a back and forth between who? Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't want to be the leader. Why not? Because Aaron is older than me. And think about it for a second. Who was leading the people? Who was leading the people the whole entire time? Uh, before Moshe Rabbeinu, who was there? Aaron, very good. So Aaron is leading the people the whole entire time. So now what are you going to do? You're going to go and put, who are you going to put instead? You're going to put, now Moshe, you're going to put me? That's one, that's one. And secondly is, he's saying that Aaron's my older brother. Give the... Uh, yeah, you're right, the list, but all these things, but also in all that, with all those, that was also part, that was also part of it, but also part of it was, cause Aharon, Aharon, Aharon was older than me. So he says all these things, think about it, what's going on over here? And now, what's the reaction that's going to be by Aharon? And the Pasuk specifically says, Hashem's telling Moshe Rabbeinu, no, don't think that Aharon is going to be makpid. Don't think he's going to have a hakpada, uh, 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 hold a grudge that you are going to go into greatness. Umishan, because of that, zacha Aharon Because of that, Aharon was zocher. To put it on her lip, to put it on his heart. 
Hi, I, Halev, what's the Midrash says? Halev Shesamach Begdulat Achiv, the heart that was happy for his brother, Yilbash Urim Vetumim. Shneemar Vayu Halev Aharon. You hear what's going on? Because of that Zuchut, he has Halev Aharon. Right? This is, this is a, a very uh, 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 prestige to wear. But how did it happen? Because Aaron had a good eye. He had an eye in tova. You know, you know, kind of a level that is. You know, kind of level. Imagine two people are getting put in position, and they're both befitting to be placed in that position. Let's say you're in a business or in an industry or in a yeshiva, and 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 two people could be the rosh yeshiva. Two people could be the head chief rabbi. You know? Oh, what do you think? Oh, bechavol, you do it. <laughs> what do you mean? If I'm qualified, why should you get the job? If I'm qualified, what, you understand what I'm trying to say? Let's say you're CEO of the number one company. You're working for 25 years, and the other guy's working for 25 years, and now the company's deciding who is going to be the new president of this company. Are you going to tell your friend, don't worry, Habibi, you're Imagine the, 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 the owner says, um, I'm going to put him CEO. You're not going to feel a tinge of, what do you mean? I'm here 25 years. I make the same amount of sales as he does. Why should he get the job? Why not me? No. No. It's a little, a little bit different, but at the end of the day, Aharon was happy in his heart, even. Notice, it was happy in his heart that Moshe Rabbeinu got the position. And since he had a Ayn Tova, that he's happy for the success of others, he's happy for the success of others, no problem. You understand? Be happy. When other people get successful, be happy. When other people get, get beracha, be happy. Don't hold it. Oh, why, why? Even you have, uh, Shiduchim, all the, the girl, she got married, oh, she got married before me, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Be happy for her. Bezalashim, you also get married. But be happy for her. This is the great lesson that we're learning. But there's, there's two more lessons that we have to know. And that is, one of them is where Chaim Shmulevit says, why was it so important that the person who has ayin tova, a good eye, has to wear, has to have that to wear the urim vetuim. You know why? And I'll read you what Rav Chaim Shmulevit says. Rak lev shemargish kol kachateshini. Only a heart that feels the other person. Chesamach bigdulato, that you're happy for the other person. You have to understand what Chaim it says, how does it work, little letter, different letterings come about. So because the little the different letterings come about, what happens is, you have to know how to scramble the letters and be able to say to the person the right answer. The only way that you can do that is, he writes, or Chaim Shulavitz is saying, Who's the best person? Who's the best person for the job to do that? That's a person that feels for the other person. Because when you feel for the other person, you'll be able to interpret it right. What the Urim Vitumim says, even though, like we said, it's it's you know what? It, wait, wait. I can read the word this way, or I can read the word that way. But if you're the type of person that has the Ayin Tova that feels for the other person's success and this other person's glory, you'll be able to figure out how to answer the right answer. That's why Aharon was okay. This is Rakhim Shmulev. That, 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 it makes sense. Rakhim Shmulev says it makes sense that he was okay because he had to have an Ayinurat Torah, Tova, in order to answer correctly. You have to feel the other person in order to help him correctly. If somebody comes for you to, for help, 
The only way you're going to be able to really help the person if you feel what's going on. Again, if somebody ever comes to you for help, the only way that you really could, could, could really feel to really, really help, of course everybody can help, you can help. But to get to the root of the problem, you go into the psych of it, you know, I feel that person, what he's going through, let me see what I can do to, to help. I'll give you the perfect example. I'll give you the perfect example. You know, and I know, and I know you know this, but I'm gonna say it anyway, I can say it a hundred million times, it's worth it to say a hundred million times. Listen to this story, amazing story, I love it like a passion. One time, came the Riskarov, somebody came to Riskarov, and he said, Rabbi, can I be Yotze, the Arba Kosot, for Pesach, with, with milk. I wanna be Yotze, instead of wine, I wanna drink milk. So the brisk rev says, no, as soon, you know, you have to have the wine, but wait. One second, it's Pesach very soon. One second, he tells us, goodbye. Go upstairs, get this, da, 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 da. Uh, how much money should I bring for the, give this man of money? So, uh, let's say, let's say it was, uh, it was like 800, $800. Give him $800. So he's bringing him $800. Okay. He goodbye, brings him $800. He gives it to, to the rabbi, the briskerov gives it to the guy, and he says, Chag Sameach, you should have a great, uh, great, uh, 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 great Pesach, and then he leaves. The guy asks the briskerov, he says, I don't understand. I really don't understand. How much does wine cost? How much does wine cost? Huh? Huh? We'll say $20 a bottle. So you need, what do you need? Two, three bottles to get four kosot? So it's about $80, $100. Why giving him 10 times the amount? Why giving 5 times the amount? Why giving him so much more? So he says, listen, if he's asking me for, if he could be Yotzeh with four cups of milk, must be that he doesn't have meat. If he doesn't have meat, I'm giving him money for the whole, for the whole Seuda, for the whole meal. I'm giving him money for the meat. I'm giving him money for the wine. I'm giving him money for this and for that and for that. To have a luxurious meal. To feel the herut. You hear? To feel the freedom. You hear how a person, you hear how the rabbi thought? He did it. Yeah, if it come to me, oh, what do you tell the guy? How much you need? Oh, you need a hundred? I'll give you a hundred dollars. But if you look at the whole scope of things, you need much more than a hundred dollars. But the way, the only way the briskerov was able to, to, to really delve into it, he looked into what he's going through. Wait, 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 wait. One second, one second, one second. It's not, you know, you know, it's not enough to have just that, uh, 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 it's not enough just to have that, that one. You need, you need meat also. So I'll give you meat. You understand? Sometimes a person has to read through the lines. You know what I just said? Sometimes a person has to read through the lines. I'm going to tell you a story that happened literally two hours before I got here. Okay. I, um, um, a few months ago, we're talking about about six months ago, um, somebody came to my house and I was just hearing him. And I heard through, through the lines that he needed a little bit of uh, help. A little bit just to boost him up Parnassah-wise. So, I wrote him out a check, and um, he was so grateful. He called me up the next day, you don't know what you did for me, and my wife was thanking you, she was blessing you, and I was blessing you. And, and Fast forward a few months later, he calls me up, 
Rabbi, I have a question for you. I didn't speak to him the whole, all the, the whole time, from that time till then. I have a question for you. And he asked me, um, I said, oh, by the way, come to my house now, I have another check for you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. I saw the question didn't even make so much sense. Like, what are you asking me? Like, like you could ask anybody. This question doesn't make sense. Like, what's the barakha on water? Like, you can ask anybody. You have to ask me. The answer is, he, he wanted to ask me for, let's say, another, uh, for a bit more help. But he could he didn't he didn't have the koach, he didn't have the strength. Sometimes you have to read between the lines and say, wait, wait, wait. The question doesn't even make so much sense. Like like you can ask anybody a question. Why would you call me to ask me such a question? You can ask anybody. The answer is he wanted really he wasn't asking me for the for the question. He really wanted to ask me for, for, for another boost of help. But he didn't want to say it's beferush. He didn't want to say it openly. So the way he did it was, let me call the rabbi, let me ask him a question, let him remember me, who I am, that he helped me out six months ago. And therefore, so if I didn't read between those lines, the guy, I don't know, you know, the guy would have felt bad, the guy, but Baruch Hashem I was able to, because of preparing for the shiurim with you guys. And because of that, look, he reads through the lines. Whoa, 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 whoa. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't, he needs more. He, we gotta help him more. You know who, you know who was the most famous that he was able to read through a person? Should I tell you? Yosef. Yosef as Sadiq. What was happening by Yosef? Yosef is in jail. Now what happens when he's in jail? What happens? He sees that what? Sarah Ophim, Sarah Mashkim, they're there. And what do they have? Their faces is what? Is down. Now, he could have just passed by and he could have just ignored the whole situation and not say anything but he said to himself listen, listen, listen let me, let me read through the lines this person I see that I can help him if I can help him let me see listen Habibi why are you not happy? what's going on? take out the take out that that that, that sadness off your face what are you doing? you know life is too short what happened? tell me, tell me and, and Yosef HaSadiq was able to read through the lines in that situation, not just to, to, to see, oh, faces just down. No, no, no. Because he felt for the people. Yosef felt that everybody should be happy. So if they, if they should be happy, why not make them happy? You know what, you know what the Gemara says? Rabruka Chozaah. It's Kavbet Amudal from Mesechet Halfway down the page. What does it say over there? Rabruka Chozaah was walking around and he says, uh, who has Olam here? So the Gemara speaks that he saw Eliyahu Navi. He saw Eliyahu Navi. He says, Eliyahu Navi, who has Olam Haba in this marketplace? So he says, once, he says, oh, we had nobody. Oh, somebody walked in. Yeah, 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 that guy. That guy has Olam Haba. Wow. So he went there. What do you do? What do you do? I want to hear what do you do with Olam Haba? He tells him the whole story. Tell him the whole story. What's the story? He's a, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a jailbreaker. That means to say that he, he's positioned, whatever, the, 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 the whole point that what happens, he, he was a jailbreaker. And, and meaning, what's a jailbreaker? I mean, a, a jail warden, what is it, a warden? A person that, that, that's, that takes care of the jail. Huh? Yeah, warden. warden. So he takes care of the jail and he makes sure that anybody who comes in, if they're Jewish and this that, he, he protects and this that, that was the first one. And the Gemara goes on to see, say more, what else did he do? But the point I want to tell you is the second person. All of a sudden, another two people walk in. Oh, those two people have got, have a lot of What do they have a lot of What do they do? 
What do they do? So you know what the Gemara says? Gemara says, Semichim, they're happy. Umesamichim, and they make other people happy. Yeah? How do you make other people happy? When you feel, oh, there's no reason. Habibi, let's go, let's jolly up. Let's go, uh, 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 cheer up. What's going on? What's going to be? Let me help you out. No problem, get out of this. So since they were Sameach and Misamechim, they didn't, they weren't just happy. They made other people happy. How did they make other people happy? They felt, they felt them. They felt them. I see the vibe. You know, sometimes you have a vibe. You know, you have just like a, a body language and the person doesn't feel that. And you just give him a, a, just a, 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 just a encouragement. And the person feels so good. That's, you get a lot of baffle. Semechim, they're happy, but also you have to be happy. Semechim, they're happy. Umesamechim, and they make other people happy. How do they make other people happy? How? They feel for them. What's going on? What do you need? Let me help you out. No problem. There was a person that told me that he needed help to get a mortgage. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't need money. He just needed help to get a mortgage. He couldn't close on a house without a mortgage. And he said, there was a fellow that helped him from the beginning till the end. He says, so he asked me, how do you, how, how'd you do it? He says, listen, in life you have to have an eye in tova, a good eye. What's a good eye? I want to be successful, and I want everybody else to be successful. That's a good eye. You, you got that? Your good eye is what? I want you to be successful, and I want also, I'll be successful, and you'll be successful, everybody be successful, why not? You know, the, the, the Mishnah says in Pekavot, in the fifth pedic, it says over there, Arba midot They're four people that give charity. Right? So the Gemara says four, four different types of mentalities of giving charity. And what's the highest one? The highest one is what? Is? Yeah, no, that, that's the Rambam, that's in Halakha I'm talking about the Mishnah in the fifth pedic, you can look it up, if you want, you can give me the Pekavot, it says, Arba midot minotenes the guy. Not, how to help the guy, but rather how to give. So you're right, but the thing is, he says in giving, he says he he wants to give, and he wants other people to give. This is wow. This is the highest level. Let everybody get. Let everybody get the mitzvah. Let everybody give. Let everybody get the mitzvah. Let everybody in. Let's go. Let's go. This is an ayin tova, and that's very important. In this in this in this um in this in yan. Now the. The last thing that I'd like to discuss over here about this inyan of the Urim Vetumim and the Hoshen Mishpat being on the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol is we have to know that Hashem always works. We know one of the things is Midah Keneged Midah. Measure for measure. But you know what we're learning here tonight? Not only does it go measure for measure, the person will get measure for measure, but even when he does a mitzvah, whichever organ that you did a mitzvah with will be strengthened. You heard? Again. It says, over here we're learning, Hashem, you did a mitzvah, you're going to get paid back. Hashem will pay you back. How? Midah kering midah. Right? How midah kere midah? Let's say, for example, one time you gave somebody a ride. Right? You gave somebody a ride. Okay. What happens? Three years later, uh, you're stuck in a place, I don't know, Arizona. And like, oh my goodness, what's going to be? Hashem, I need a ride. All of a sudden, midah kere midah? 
Somebody picks you up. Wow! You help somebody? I mean, that somebody's going to help you. But now we're learning something else. We're learning something fantastic. Not only does Hashem do measure for measure, but Hashem does measure for measure on the same organ that you did a mitzvah with. Which mitzvah of the organ was Aaron doing? Lev. His heart was happy. He had an inner, he, you know, I don't know if you're happy for my success or not. Only Hashem knows if, if you're happy for my success or not. Only Hashem. Hashem went into Aaron's heart and he saw the Samach Belibo. He was happy for Moshe Rabbeinu as the leader. That being said, if that's the case, what happens? We're going to give the Evid, which is the organ, the heart of the organ, the actual uh, uh, reward. Not only the first, but the actual organ. You hear how important that is? And I'll give you another example. And I'll read it to you. He writes, Rabbi Eliyahu Baruch Finkel, he says, It's not just the person to the person. That, that same Eved that did a mitzvah with, that was strengthened. There was one time a person, he... Uh, he did. Uh, he he had a, like a, a what's it called? Uh, something with his leg. Something something was was hurting with his uh, with his leg. So he came to Rachaim Kinyanski. He said, "What should I do?" He said, "Learn Keter Daregel." Yeah, and he learn. He was saying, "Learn a panic that speaks of uh, that 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 the title is Regel, but also do mitzvah with your feet." What should I do? My feet is do mitzvah. Do mitzvah. I always say, "You have uh, show me." He's over here, Kadash. Every day, he's pressing the button of the of the of the the camera of the video, right? So I say, you don't know your finger that touches the button to record. You know how Kadosh this finger is. Every day he presses the record. Every day he presses. The, it's good. The, this this ever this 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 finger is doing mitzvah with that mitzvah. How many? So therefore, he's saying the ever itself is midah keni midah. He gets back and forth. And another proof to this. He brings from what? From a lady we know she wasn't the biggest tzaddikah. Who was it? Isabel. Isabel, we know she wasn't the biggest tzaddikah. Alright? But it says, when he listen to what it says in Melachim Bet, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she says, that what? Shaita, Shaita Merakedet, Says they found Isabel. What they find about Isabel? They found her ha- her head, her hands, and her feet. So everybody's wondering. She's a rasha. A rasha, like she usually a rasha gets abolished. They're completely abolished. They're completely dead. Right? Who was Isabel? The the story goes. Everybody knows about um, King Ahav. He had a uh, he had a, 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 a field next to him, and he really wanted the field. So he told the fellow next to him, "Listen, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to buy your field." He says, "No, no, no, this I'm not selling nothing." He says, "Please, no, no, no." He comes home. He says, "What happened?" He says, uh, "This guy, uh, he's not selling me. I really want it." He says, "You're the king. You, you can make sure you get it. You're the king. You can do whatever you want. What should I do?" He says, "Ah, yeah, yeah." So what you do? She hired. She made two edim and and and, and false witnesses. And basically, with these false witnesses, she was able to get this person executed. 
And now he got executed, and now who, who got the land? Uh, who gave the advice? Izebel. So you can imagine what kind of Rishashi is. And what was the Midah Kenei Midah for Izebel? It says that really she was abolished completely. But what, what's, what lasted from her? Her legs, her hands, and her head. Why those three? It says because the mitzvah that she did, it says over here that she says, that she says, what happened? She was dancing for the kala. You know how they, oh, so what do you do? You mesameh hatam vikala. So the fact that she danced in front of the kala with her hands and she moved her head and she moved her legs, so that evid, that, uh, 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 that limb became kadosh. And that stayed. You know what's going on? There's different limbs in the body. I'll just tell you real quickly. There's something called the niskoi bone. You ever hear of the niskoi bone? The niskoi bone, they say, is only in the back, right? Over there. And when a person gets buried, right? That bone is always there. That bone lasts forever. And through that bone is going to be the tchiyat the, the, the twenty. And where does that bone get nourishment from? Who knows? From eating a meal Saturday night. Mosei Shabbat. That's what it says. Beferush. You definitely should eat. Definitely must eat. Right? So the best thing is, as, as nice as you can, the best thing is bread. If you can't do bread, or let's say a person's like too way too full, okay, so you go down to Mezonot. You can't do Mezonot, you go down to fruits. But have something. The best, Rav Chaim Kenevsky told Rav Yisrael Reisman over here, uh, to, to do with the, the revisement. You know about Israel revisement? So he said to wash, wash for bread. That's a, that, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, the best thing is to wash for bread. Okay, sometimes a person is physically cannot. It's impossible. He can't. His stomach is too full. He, he can't do it. You know, you have, you ever have that in the summer? We finish at nine o'clock, nine thirty. Oh my goodness, I just had so dash dishi. What should I do? So in that situation, if you can't eat bread, what should you do? Eat mezonot. You can't eat mezonot? Eat fruits. Fruits, everything, everybody can eat fruits, right? Kazait. Kizayit, make a nice plate, sit down, eat a nice kizayit, of fruits, of vegetables even, that already, as long as you, you, you set up nicely, make it nice, this is already, you're feeding the niskoi bone, that's an important, you have to be very careful. Now don't take away from Seudah Shishi, because it says, anybody who eats three meals, which is the Friday night meal, Shabbat day meal, and Seudah Shishi, gets nitzomi dinin keshel geinam, mishibud mashiach, right? And and he gets saved from, from each one he gets saved, chevle mashiach he gets saved from, so, mechem gogumagog, chevle mashiach, and midinashel geinam, so those three meals are very, very important meals, very, very important meals. So all the meals are Shabbat, Friday night, Shabbat day, Salajaji, and Milam Malka. Everyone, everyone has a, 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 a fantastic, uh, significance to eat. Make sure you eat. It's very, very important. You know, the eating on it, there's so many halachot. There's even halachot that says about Onik Shabbat, how important Onik Shabbat is. How Hashem gives you so much reward just having Onik Shabbat. What's Onik Shabbat? You like, you, you enjoy it anyway. But you eat it, you bring it for the Shabbat, Hashem will reward you. Nechalab belim it says. Like, like land without, without any borders. It'll shower you with wealth. Forget about it. It's true. It's true. I know a friend of mine. He got married. Listen to what, he, listen to what his father said at his son's Shevarachot. His father said that I know why my son was okay to marry such a girl from such a family. So what was the family? I'll tell you the family. The family owned 
a humongous company selling candies, kosher candies, like the gummies and the, all these different things, like a huge company uh, of, of all these different types of uh, candies and there's that. So the father says, I know why. Measure for measure. Midah kenei midah. So what, what was the midah kenei midah? He says, my son, since he was the age of like, able to go around by himself to go to the store, every Shabbat, he would come with his own money and he would buy the store all the candies for all his family. He'd bring any drinks. He'll bring everything for the Shabbat. Says, what are you doing this for? For Shabbat. Daddy, mommy, we have to enjoy Shabbat. I'm buying everything. You buy everything every time. Hashem said, me die. You did this? Measure for measure? You, not only you're gonna have, you're gonna own the whole store. Now he goes, now he gets everything for free. He goes to the company, goes to the store. Tak, tak, tak. That's it, Shabbat. So that what? Cause he did it when he was a kid. And this is Rabotai, a great lesson for us. I'd like just to go over just the lesson real quick. Again, we asked, what was the question that we asked in the beginning? We asked in the beginning, what Zehud did Aharon HaKohen have that he had the Urim V'tumim, the Hoshen Mishpat on his heart? And the answer is, he had an Ayn Tova. He was very happy that Moshe Rabbeinu, not just happy, he was ecstatically happy that Moshe Rabbeinu was going to be there. I'm very happy with him. Wow, take it. Bechavod, I'm so happy for you. Do a great job. You're doing a great job. Bechavod. The second thing we said was Rav Chaim Shulevitz. Rav Chaim Shulevitz says, only a person that has a ayin tova, a good heart, can really be able to connect the dots because we said in the Rimi Tumim, what happened was just some uh, some uh, uh, letters will come up and you have to figure out what the letters mean in order to tell, the, give the answer. So only a person that has that feelings, like we gave the example of the briskarav with the, with the, with the, with the milk and the, and the meat that he paid, that he paid extra for the, for the, for the, for the meat. Only a person that can actually feel the other person, he is the one that can really tell you the right answer, because he actually feels that. And the third we said is, midah kerengi midah, is not only with the person, but it's also the physical, uh, uh, body. That same organ that he was happy with, was his heart, Hashem saw, that heart was also rewarded for that. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.